Welcome to Nuria's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Good morning. I am so, so excited to have not only one of my friends, but actually one of my best friends. Uh, Matt Atkinson is on the show today with us. Hello, Matt. Hello. You know, I would agree that if you were a dude and I was a chick, we'd be like in the top five friends together. But because we're different genders, we don't want to make other genders jealous. So definitely same friendship there. We just can't go, <laughs> we can't go potty together. So it works out well. <laughs> well, so Matt Atkinson is a lot of things. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a great friend. He's a huge real estate investor and trainer. Um, he also uh, is a high producing loan officer and a platinum partner with Tony Robbins, which I just joined. And the list goes on and on. But um, he, the, the biggest thing I can say about my friend Matt is that He's one of the people that genuinely and authentically actually really cares for people. And so in any conversation I've ever seen him in, uh, including our conversations, you've always been somebody who uh, greatly cares for the other person in front of you and just tries to help them as much as possible in whatever way. Um, and I think that's such, such a huge gift that you have that we can all learn more from. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if I was a woman, I'd do this, but I'm a guy, so I'll go like this. So for all the listeners, he just did a like a heart with his hands and then he pounded his chest. Um, so Matt and I met, how long has well, it been? How, how old's your oldest niece? She'll be 13. When does she turn 13? In, in April. So, so we met one month before that. Yeah, so almost 13 years. That is wild. And Matt, why don't you tell them how we met? Well, so I love women. So let's see, 13 years ago was 2008. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, 2008. So we're at, we're at the downturn of the, we're starting the economic correction of 2008. We see this little frijoles named Nuria like saying hey, hey can I work with you like the title order so basically my wife and uh, my wife and her, my sister-in-law is Nudia's good friend and um they were going to the Britney Spears concert and I'm like I want to go to Britney Spears like <laughs> music Britney and babes like what else could you be looking for in life and and my wife but you know I can't just there's women all over the place so I just love it so my wife's like, yeah, that's cool. And she's like, do you guys care if my husband comes? They're like, no, that's great. Like I'm, I enjoy going 
spending time with my wife and her friends. So we go to the Britney Spears concert. And I think we ate at Rumby Grill in uh, in uh, the Gateway. Uh, the gateway, yep, the Gateway. We're eating at Rumby Grill, Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake. And Nudia is a super up and coming, uh, aggressive escrow officer. And for those of you guys that don't know what an escrow officer is, those are the ones, depending on the state, is normally that signs the the loan documents for a purchase or a sale of a home or refinance so we're talking and i at that time so in 2008 yeah i'd already been um in lending going on seven years and i thought i knew a lot because i owned like maybe 20 rentals back then and nudia is like hey who do you work with can i work with you like what can i do to get your business and i'm like whoa 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 calm calmate calmate like calm down like I'm just trying to go to a Britney. First of all, I'm really hungry. Let me eat my Rumbies bowl. And then second is I just want to go to this like concert. So Nudia is like all up in my grill. And she's like, just send me an order. Just send me an order. I'm like, okay, well, how about this? I was a hustler, guys. <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. I don't want you to know. So then like, I'm like, follow up with me and we'll go from there. So we go to the concert, have an amazing time. And here's what Nudia did. She actually followed through. And I got to be honest with you guys. Most people don't follow. Most people that I talk to don't follow through. So we'll say the 80-20 rule, right? Pareto principle. 20% of the people do. And Nudia followed through. And I think at the time you worked at Atlas Title, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And yeah. yep, Atlas Title. And uh, she followed up really well. She's like, what can I do to get more orders? And I was like, man, I'm just closing like, I don't know, eight to 12 loans a month. And the market was going down, right? So yeah, this yeah. this was the summer that Lehman Brothers and Countrywide and all these different banks went to Kaplunk. And uh, we, we then chatted. And I think you worked with my sister and I on some deals. And then we just stayed in contact. And we I'd probably send you a deal like every other month or so. But I'm a, if you guys can't, for if you've never seen beautiful Nudia, she looks kind of white today because she's got blonde hair, but she <laughs> is a Latin lover in the making, not from my own experience, but I can just tell. <laughs> I'm a Latin lover too, but I'm half Mexican. My dad's a super white guy. Um, so I don't, she's like, do you speak Spanish? I'm like, no. She's like, do you, can you learn? I'm like, not yet. So we didn't work together as much because a lot of our clients um, were Lat are, are Latin and spoke Spanish. So we've gotten to know each other over the years. And then probably... 2000 and maybe 13, I taught a class for the Salt Lake Real Estate Investors Association. And I like to put a lot of plugs in of story sharing because it gives context of how we grow. And I remember she sponsored quotes, uh, her, her friend, Chris Martindale, and then her boyfriend, Jonah Gamboa, not really boyfriend. She just gave a funny look. Oh said, my gosh. But she like sponsored two. They were two. Realtors. They were two of my clients. Two of, yeah, I just said two of your favorite realtors. So yes. you sponsored those two. And then um Jonah was married. So you're like, okay, I can't go after him. So Jonah's you, another one of my best friends who's also been on the show. Yeah, Jonah uh, Gamboa. <laughs> awesome awesome. I love well, how you're presenting this. You're making me feel like I was looking for a boyfriend or something. No, no, you were looking for real estate deals. Yeah. So I, I was so, like then like Jonah was married, happily married. So Nudia's like, oh, I'm not going to go after him. And then oh like, all of a sudden she's like, okay, I guess I, I guess I got to like Chris. So a cool thing, Nudia invited me to a mastermind in 20, 
2015-ish. And we called it the M-M-Y-E. Millionaire. Yeah, it was um, Millionaire Mastermind of Young Entrepreneurs. Yeah, you had to be under 35. (laughs) Yep, you had to be under 35. Yeah, there were qualifications, guys. Not everyone was invited. Yeah, not everyone was invited. (laughs) So the cool thing is um, after Nudia brought Chris and Jonah, so their nicknames, Chris is Superman and Jonah is the model and Nudia is Wonder Woman. So we had 12 people in our pack and um, it was an amazing group of people. And yes, we, we uh, I, I actually shared, I was one of the presenters at the beginning of your mastermind and it was so engaging. I'm like, hey, can I just start coming every week? So I think you guys had it on like the first and third Thursday of the month, something like that. And we you met. remember everything. Yeah. 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 Well, it was good. Thursday. It was good. That's, we always remember our first, right? First mastermind. Yeah. So <laughs> it was the first and third and we had one book assignment per month and I was totally anti reading books at the time. I'm like, oh, I don't need to read these books. I'm already good. And you guys read like 10 X and compound effect by Darren Hardy and the Warren Buffett book that's like long as hell. Oh, that was so, yeah. So yeah. It's called Mastery, Mastery, yeah. Yeah, but they had amazing speakers. You guys had like Kim Flynn and William Bustos. And um, my dad actually shared and talked about business partnerships. Um, and we had Matt Sneed talk about uh, Landmark. Landmark. Yep, and we had, a, we had a marriage counselor come and talk about, it was really, really impactful. So I met Nudia that I kind of feel like this is my podcast interviewing Nudia now. So we, we, we got Nudia in here and like Nudia was the spearhead getting everyone involved and she did an amazing job of getting people involved. And then, um, I, I remember like I was super anti Tony Robbins at the time. Like they were all like, so why don't you share like your first Tony? Well, so let me, let me just, share a little more of that mastermind because guys this is the power of who you surround yourself with there yeah like like Matt said there were 12 of us and I wanted to create this group of people who really wanted to scale to the next level in life and so the people I chose were people who were doing way bigger things than I at the time probably Matt most of the people in that mastermind were making way more money than I was at the time and um, you know, it was like I was in a way the smallest fish in the sea. But what that mastermind created for me, and I think all of us were, I'm still very grateful for that, was really like powerful or wh- where we all went. You know, most of us really grew from it. And it's still one of the best things I think I've ever created and I've been a part of. And um, so yes, there were a few of us who were Tony Robbins fans and I would continue to bring it up to Matt. I had just the previous year gone to my very first Tony event, which was the UPW event, which is Unleash the Power Within. And uh, at that time, I felt like I was really running the rat race. I was just like achieving, hitting goals, achieving, going by my, buying myself a Beamer. And then it's, it was like exciting for five minutes and then I would go, you know, like, and, and just kept growing numbers. But then I just had like this moment of what am I doing all this for? And it was at that time that I attended Tony Robbins and came back and started my nonprofit foundation. But what happened for me during that event was like 
something that was very unexplainable to people. So here we were trying to share with, you know, our mastermind group and including Matt of like you, like he's amazing. And, and I think a lot of people have this misconception of Tony Robbins being like, oh, he's, I think now, now it's changed because he's impacted and transformed so many people's lives. But at the time it was like, oh yeah, he's just the like shallow hell guy. And he's like, you know, like just jumping up and down all the time. And he's just a motivational speaker. And Matt was kind of one of those people where he was like, oh no, I'm okay. Like, I don't need Tony Robbins. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Right. And then what changed? Like uh, at what point did you actually go? Yeah. So great question. So as, as we were in this mastermind, I then, so let's see, five years, 26, 15. So in 20, when did you, when did we go to Mexico? I think it was 2014. Okay. So here's, this is really important for this podcast. Uh, Nudia was such on the prowl for real estate deals. She's like the best way for me to get more real estate deals is by me marrying a real estate agent. So she married, I think it was 13. Okay, 13. So she married Superman and she invited us to her wedding as a destination wedding in Mexico. And she's like, Matt, I really want you to come. I'm like, no, hell no. I got it. I I just don't take any time off. Matt never took vacations. He did not believe in taking vacations. Never, never. Yeah, Nudie has been really impactful for a lot of amazing ways. So she's like, Matt, just come on vacation. You'll have fun. I'm like, all right. I'm one, I'm I'm going to a wedding, which is awesome, right? To be invited to, two, go to Mexico, and three, like just have fun and chill. And my only previous Mexico experience was like Tijuana and Juarez. So <laughs> that's that's the extent of my Mexican experience. Being half Mexican too. So not 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 super engaging, unless you love Tijuana and Juarez, and that's okay. So I went on vacation, we went on this vacation and it was awesome. My wife and I went, um, our son was maybe three years old at the time, Matthew, and we had an amazing time. And I, I got to share this funny story about Jonah real quick. So I'm in Mexico and I like don't have any cash. I just don't travel with cash. That's something I need to learn. And the ATM, like I have a credit card, but I don't know my pin. And I literally ran out of money like after the first day. And I, I've never felt so like vulnerable I literally had to ask people for money. I'm like, and I have, I make a couple bucks, right? And I remember like, Jonah, can you buy me some tacos, please? Like we're out in the market. (laughs) He's like, how much do you have? I'm like, dude, I don't have anything. I'm out. It's like, what about your ATM? Like, I only have my business credit card. I don't know the pin and I don't know how to get, I've called and you got to like go into the branch local and you can't get a pin. He's like, oh dude, this is, you're like, you're the richest poor guy here in Mexico ever. I was like, totally Agreed. So what's cool with that is like, you never know who you're going to borrow money from. You never know who's going to work with you. You never know when you're in a bind. But that next year, like my wife and I had such an amazing time. We, we ended up going to Costa Rica in 2014 or 2015. And ever since then, we started traveling once a year, uh, a Latin American country. So we went to Costa Rica and then we went to Panama and then we went to the Dominican Republic and we went to Roatan, Honduras. And then we went to Nicaragua, I think two years ago in 2019. And, and then from that, like um, I'd never been to Europe and I wanna share this quick story because Nudia super influenced. Like 
started traveling more and going on vacation and enjoying ourselves in a different way. And um, after a wedding, after my wedding, which I'm no longer married, but yeah, just the fact that you, because it was an important event, right? That you were like willing to actually go on vacation and then like the compound effect of what, yeah, created. yeah. And Nudia got so many real estate deals from other people, she no, no, no longer needed to be married to a realtor. So that worked out really, really well. <laughs> Only Matt can say this and it's like, okay, because we're that good of friends. Yeah, but it's so true. So the cool thing is Nudia really inspired like the, the importance of traveling. And then a second thing that I really love about Nudia for, for myself and my family is in maybe 2018, yeah, in 2018, um, we had barely gone to Europe. And we went to Europe, we went to Spain, and I know Nudia went to Spain earlier in that previous 12 months. Uh, she has family in España, and uh, I wanted to go, I basically got inspired by one of my team members, and I'm going to share this quick example of how you kind of run your life. Tony Robbins calls it an RPM, rapid planning method. So you figure out what do you want, why do you want it, and then so what, why, and then how. So what do you want, why do you want it, and the three action items. And the three action items were, I wanted to go to Spain to go with my wife. I wanted to um, go to an, uh, uh, a La Liga soccer game between Cristiano Ronaldo and um, what the hell, what's the other guy's name? The little guy. Uh, uh, Messi? Yeah, Lionel Messi. Yep. So we watched, yeah, I call him the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got inspired from Dominic who works with me. And then we're like, okay, we just have to block it out. So what did we do? Wanted to go to Spain. Number one, number why to have a cool experience, right? And number three, okay, I had to find a babysitter for our kids, confirm the dates when they were playing, and book flights, and we did it. And knowing that we went to, you've gone to Spain a couple of times, are you? Yeah, correct. Yeah, a lot because yeah. my all my mom's side of the family's from there, so it's it's great to have yeah. my family yeah. there. Yeah. So I went to Spain. We went to Spain, my wife and I. And funny, quick story. We got this is all stories, and this is important about loving your life. I remember the first 24 hours there, I could tell who was an American by how they dressed. And as <laughs> I tell my wife, I'm like, oh my hell, the Americans, and I'm American, I, I love America, but I was like, the Americans don't have, a, the, the Europeans have better style than the Americans. You literally <laughs> could be walking and you're like, oh, that person's American. That person's American. Yeah, that, yeah. Like you, typical, like 30 to 40 year old guy wearing cargo shorts, plaid, and a t-shirt and got it's got the dad, <laughs> dad bod and I was like shit that is totally me yeah. so I'm um, like oh my gosh I'm like Edie are you cool if we go shopping she's like absolutely so we went shopping and I bought some like euro clothes which I like better they're a little snug but they're a lot better start working out some more and uh, like that's the cool thing about impact or the compound effect right from Darren Hardy is you because you invited us to your wedding and I went and had such a good time we started traveling internationally since then. We went to Europe. And then in 2019, nope, 2018, man, it feels so fast. You had barely, you had barely come back from Europe. I think you were gone there for two or three works and you were working, yeah. working remotely. And a couple friends of mine and I went to a business mastery Tony Robbins event in Vegas that summer. And we signed up in a peak state to go to Business Mastery 2 in Amsterdam. And I invited Nudia, just didn't work, and some other friends to like say, hey, do you guys want to go to this? We're going to go to Amsterdam. 
I've never been to Amsterdam. And then like, literally, I remember waking up from a nap because we were in California, just chilling with my family. And we hung out with Nudia for dinner that night. And we yes, went, I was living there. Yeah, you were living there. You were, you were working remotely. Yeah, you were living in California. Remotely. And I was like, shit. Nudia just was in Europe for three weeks working and traveling. I want to go to Europe next year because I'm already going, but I want to live in that conversation. That yeah, was, it was fun. And yeah. it was a solo trip for me too. I just went by myself. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So what do you remember by that conversation? Then I'll tie this in for a second because I'm curious to see what you remember. Yeah, we, we met at your hotel and then drove to dinner. It, it was in Newport, I think, or yeah. Orange County. And um, I was explain. I was just sharing my story of my trip I had just come back from and how amazing it was. And I actually had to deal with some major things here at, at the office. And I think that's why it was like, yep, I was working a lot of the time and not only working, but it was obviously 12 hours ahead. So it was like my right. nighttime while I was sleep, like supposed to sleep. I was dealing with a lot of in-house, you know, uh, opportunities, growth opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was just sharing my experience and you were just like, you know what? I want to go and live in Europe for a while. And then you and Edie kind of started talking about it of how could we do this? Like we should absolutely do it. And, and everyone who doesn't, hasn't had the opportunity to know Edie, who's Matt's wife, she's an incredible woman and she's so supportive and like so adventurous too. And it, it, <laughs> it just works so well with the both of you for real, because you're so also adventurous. You, you love that uncertainty in some ways and right. she just like plugs right in and she just grows with you. It's so beautiful. Um, and so she was just all about it. And, and then I, so I like literally during our dinner, this idea of yours was like starting to unfold. And then, yeah, I think at the time you were already going. Yep. Amsterdam, already going to Matt. Yep. Amsterdam. Just figuring out a way how to like prolong the trip. Right. Yeah. So here's what's cool and things, and it literally was inspired by Nudia. So that summer of 2019, we went to England, Belgium, Amsterdam, Switzerland, and Italy for six weeks. And it was, it was an amazing experience. We're going to continue to do things like that for our family. Um, we, I worked remotely. I was e very efficient with my time because at four o'clock in the afternoon in Europe was eight o'clock here in the US or in Utah. So I knew at four o'clock or a little bit earlier, I'd already checked all my emails, called the clients, communicated with clients. If you need to call me early, I'm awake. Don't worry about it, right? And um, I basically worked from four in the afternoon till about 12 at night every day. I probably took like a two hour dinner break when my team would take lunch just because I want to eat dinner and spend time with my family. But the cool thing is my kids and my wife and my stepdaughter, Jocelyn, all knew like, hey, Matt's going to work for like six to seven hours every day in the evening. We'll plan our stuff. So, you know, I went to bed at one o'clock, maybe two o'clock each day and woke up around eight or nine in Europe. But it worked really well and we were able to travel. And, you know, I don't think a, I don't know a lot of people that have had a six and a five year old hang out or eight and a five-year-old hang out in Europe, you know, so <laughs> our team here at the office did really well. They, at the time was the best summer we've ever had. It was fluid. They, they stepped up cause I was less available. And yeah. I think it really gave them the opportunity to grow. 
So I, I have to say that, um, unless you haven't finished that part of the story, no, go ahead. But I have to say that the Matt Atkinson, who I met the 13 years ago, even during our mastermind compared to the Matt Atkinson, I now know is a completely different person for the most part. Like you're still authentic, you're still raw, you're still funny, like all the good qualities you have. Um, but it's been at such a cool transformation to watch from, you know, being like super driven, ambitious, hungry, like that was your focus. Right. Transforming it to living a life and like the zest of it, enjoying it, becoming so, so involved with your family and your children and the time you spend. Um it's been really, really amazing to watch. Thank you. Well, it's uh, a lot of impact from lots of different things. You know, friends are important. My family, especially um, my, I have two sons. My first son's name's Matthew J. Atkinson. The second oh, Roman two. Yeah. Yeah. Roman numeral number two. Uh, I wanted it to be two ND, but my wife said no. And I didn't want junior. <laughs> Who wants a junior? But he's the second. And then my second son's name's Walker Bryce. Uh, Bryce is after my dad. Um, yeah, and we have Jocelyn, my wife's first daughter, her daughter from her first marriage. That ironically, I went on a Mormon mission for the LDS church. And the day I went in the missionary training center was the day Jocelyn was born. So there's some like random things like that. Like my wife's literally like, meh, like Jocelyn's coming out of my wife's midsection, <laughs> like around 12 o'clock, like meh. And I'm like getting my dork dot to go serve an LDS mission for two years, which was an, an amazing experience. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of things are impactful. Um, with, with the development part that you shared, Nudia, uh, there was something that while I was in the mastermind, I started doing Wake Up Warrior with Garrett White. And then I did one-on-one -on -one coaching with Dr. Carrie Johnson at the time. And it kind of started like enhancing like learning. And then one of the first reading assignments that was given to me was reading a book called Loving What Is by Byron Katie from Garrett White. You told me about like, yeah. I'd heard about it a little bit. You told me about it last, last year and I read it. It was, it's amazing. Yeah. And Tony everybody Robbins. Should, everybody should read that book, by I, the way. <laughs> I agree. Everyone should read Loving What Is. You guys want to write this down. Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Tony teaches her principles, Sage, Tony Robbins and Sage, Garrett White, a lot, lot of people. So when I read that book, uh, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then uh, Gary Vaynerchuk was up and coming at the time. And I call this my um, prescription when people don't know what they want to do for a living. So the following books are in this order. The first one is um, Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. Not crushing it. I think crush it because it allows you to give an example of if you if you like what you're doing, get a side job for for what you love, and and enjoy life because you can. The second one is Grant Cardone's 10x. Guys, just you know, Nudia right now is taking off her jacket. It is so cute right now. Great job, Nudia. <laughs> I got a surprise for you too. It you got show. hot. Yeah, I know. It got it got hot in her. Matt's Matt's all warming up, right? Like the, like the oven. <laughs> you so the second book is 10x by Grant Cardone, and I like that book because it makes you think way bigger of what you can do more. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was the compound effect by Darren Hardy. And yeah. in, as you make progress at, in, in life, like it's just slow and steady, but it gets a lot of momentum. 
So after reading those three books, actually part of my consulting company, MJA Real Consulting, that is the first quarter reading assignments for all new consulting clients. Those are reading, great books. Though. Yeah, and reading them in that order because it helps them get some clarity on why they want to invest in real estate. So I want to share another thing with you. So you are involved with, I remember in the mastermind, we were like talking you into starting your own title company. And yeah. you had a lot of reluctance. You're like, no, I don't want to be successful. I just want to be an employee. <laughs> totally. Um, I think that's why that mastermind is so special to me because it was like, um, it just did so much for, right. for everyone right. and, and myself included. And so it was the group of people that I had at the time who really pushed me and encouraged me to go for it and do it. Um, and I did, I did. Um, but again, talking about the importance of who you surround yourself with and having that positivity of people believing in you. And then finally being like, okay, I, I can do this. And so I'm forever grateful for, for everyone there for sure. Good. And what's cool is it included while you went to start your own title company, you also became the president of the local NARUP chapter, National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals here in Salt Lake County or Salt Lake City. Yeah. And by you taking that on, like it, it, you grew, you got uncomfortable, you, you, you know, we're leading, totally. a bunch of, leading a bunch of our cousins who got strong <laughs> personalities and dominating influences and love to share. Yes. which is awesome. That's what I love about the Latin. One of the amazing things um, among so many about the Latin community. Yes. Nara really helped me develop leadership skills, speaking skills, event. Right. Skills. So yeah, I'm, um, another huge like organization that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So if I remember sometime in 2005, maybe you guys had me come and speak. And I remember it was the largest event you guys had had at the time over. Yeah, we had over a hundred people. At yeah. The, yes, it yeah, was so, so good. Yeah, we cross marketed it. And I was a lot more raw at the time. And I was wearing a t-shirt and cargo shorts. And uh, I remember you guys were like, can you please dress up? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I'm yeah. not dressing up. This is who I am. Like, yeah. you dress up at your other events. I'm like, no this is who I am. So I remember sharing. That's what I've always loved about Matt. It's it, he shows up exactly how, who he is. Like you're not going to get Matt Atkinson showing up to one event or in front of a group or a different circle or different crowd in a different way. He always is who he is. And I very much value that. I'm sure a lot of people can be refreshed by that and appreciate it. Right. Thank you. Well, as she drinks her coconut water from Life Mastery, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, we got we to gotta share this video because it's so good because Nudia's hair is on point. Um, with, with, with that is I got involved also with NARUP, with Nudia, at just a different capacity. So we could get different ideas how to help the community and get different engaging speakers. And then something that I, I think that's important is I've, I've served on the board for the last two years just to help out and share different ideas. And we've made a lot of amazing friendship from that. So a couple of things, it's kind of like our halfway mark right now. Um, if that I want to share, number one is you got to get involved with your local like organizations, whatever that is in life. If you're the PTA president, I, that's awesome, right? If you're going to 
work at a homeless shelter to give back, that's fantastic, right? There's a lot of different things which are important because you're able to get different connections. The second and thing- give, Giving back to the community, like it's- Yeah, so yeah. Important. I would agree, giving back to the community is so important. The second thing is you gotta travel, man. Like life, life is Woo! short and long. And yeah, she's getting her shoulders up. Like um, my mom passed away last year on my birthday for August 2nd of 2020. And um, I'm wearing a shirt that I'll show after share because Nudia took off her blouse. I'll take mine off after, right? So I'm wearing I'm my wearing jacket. A, yeah, okay, place. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I got a jacket too. It's called a it's called a polo. But something something that's been really impactful with my mom is I'm not sure how many people on this podcast have ever had their parent pass away on their birthday before. And uh, when uh -huh. she, yeah, not very many. And she, thank goodness, she didn't die of COVID. She had a lot of layered life challenges. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, an interesting story with this, the week that my mom passed away, our family dog, we had this little cute chihuahua called uh, Missy, this like fat little chihuahua that's super cute. And my mom would feed it cheeseburgers and she would eat a cheeseburger. Okay? <laughs> and this dog literally looked like my mom. Well, unfortunately, the family dog died. Uh, they, they, they euthanized the dog on Tuesday. Let's see, the 31st, uh, the 28th of July last year. And then my dad retired from his job. Um, he'd been self-employed for like 40, 39, 40 years. He sold the company and then he stayed on as an employee for a couple of years. He retired on his birthday, which was July 31st of 2019. So family dog dies on Tuesday. My dad quits his job, like retires, I'm done on Friday. My son, Matthew, um, he turned 10, was his birthday. And then my birthday is the next day. So it goes, my dad, my son and mine, three days in a row. So we have a lot of fun in the last of July, early August. And I like to call epic weekends or epic days. And I'll kind of share like how I like to live my life. And my wife is amazing, supportive. Nudia couldn't have said it better. Like that morning, my son had a doubleheader baseball tournament in um, about an hour away from where we live. So that morning for his birthday, I had some a friend and some kids hang out and I took my son shotgun shooting. So I got this like little 10 year old kid and my son's like a little, like a young man, like he's a little guy, he's Just, awesome. Yeah, yeah. awesome kid, big head, little, little body, okay? And uh, <laughs> he's like, dad, I'm doing, so we go shotgun shooting and I let my dad, I have this, what's called a 410 shotgun shell or shotgun. It's a really small shotgun. Nudia would totally crush it using the shotgun. We should actually go shotgun shooting. Do you want to go? Sure. Let's go. Yeah, we should go shotgun shooting. <laughs> um, so my dad lets Matthew shoot the shotgun a couple times and it, it kicked him so much. He's like, Dad, I don't want to shoot anymore. Like, that's totally cool. So we go shotgun shooting. Then we get ready. We go play a doubleheader baseball game, which is like five hours, four hours of baseball. And it's hot. It was hot that Saturday. And then after that, we were in, in or, uh, Provo, Utah. We went and did some like indoor surfing thing that they have automatic waves. Have you ever done that before, Nudia? You go no, surfing. No, I, I, it looks really fun. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it. I watched, but it was cool to watch the kids. And there was some adults that were like amazing at it. 
So we did that for like an hour. And I remember my mom called me then and she's like, uh, she calls me Matthew. She's like, Matthew, I want to call and let you know that I'm not going to be able to make chicken enchiladas tomorrow for your birthday. And I'm like, mom, mom, that's cool. No, no problem. But she's like, Matthew, I'm, I'm just letting you know, I, I feel bad. I'm not going to make chicken enchiladas for your birthday. I'm like, mom, mom, that's cool. Don't worry about it. She's like, well, can you, can you go get something? I'm like, what do you want me to get? She's like, can you go get me uh, uh red iguana mole? I'm like, mom, it's like 45 minutes away from our house and red iguana does not deliver. But I'm like, I'll do something. It's like, all right, I'll, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll talk to you later. I'm like, yeah, mom, that's cool. Like not thinking that was the last time I was going to talk to my mom before the last conversation is I, I need to go to the hospital or I'm not going to live. Okay. So I have that phone call and then we go to dinner at like six 30 at night till about eight, eight 30. And we're driving home from Provo, Utah. It's about 45 minutes away from my house. And my family calls my my wife and they're talking to my mom, like my mom falls and I'm listening to my mom, my wife while I'm driving. I'm like, what do they, what do you, let me, what are they talking about? They're like, your mom fell and she needs to go to the hospital. I'm like, well, just go to the hot, like, I'm like, go to the hospital. Like, that's a no brainer. She's like, she doesn't want to. And then I'm like, let me talk to my mom. So I'm like, mom, what's up? Like how I'm saying this right now is literally how I talk to my mom, like, mom, what's up? She's like, I fell. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, no, I don't feel good. I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong? She's like, I just don't feel good. I'm like, okay, so let's go to the hospital. She's like, I'm not sure. I'm like, mom, you're going to go to the hospital because you're going to live and your family loves you. And it's my birthday tomorrow. And I want you to go to the hospital so you can feel better. And she's like, quiet. Okay. So they call the ambulance. And by the time I got to my, um, my, I, I, by the way, I live across the street from my parents. So it makes it even better. Yeah, so yeah. I'm super close to my mom and dad. So I live across the street from my parents and, um, like I show up, I'm like, shit, there's like freaking two or three ambulances and a fire truck. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So I, I get out of my car and I go upstairs. <laughs> and This is a funny part. My mom's on the second floor of a two-story house and they're literally having her in a gurney. I don't know if that's the right word, a gurney going down the stairs. I'm like, mom, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And she has, she's had oxygen for a couple of years. And I'm like, mom, are you okay? Yeah. And I literally pull this curler out of the back of her hair. So I grab this <laughs> curler. It's so typical for my mom. She has a curler in the back of her hair. I'm like, all right, mom, we'll see you at the hospital. So they go to the ER in River, Riverton, Riverton, Utah. And uh, I'm like, man, okay, I'm going to be at the hospital. You can't go inside. And like, um, I'm like, I got to, I got to get ready. Cause I think I'm going to be there for a while. So I like get some gum and I get some crystal light and I'm like packing up and I'm like, okay, I'll, Ma, Edie, I'll talk to you later. But my friend, I'll talk to you later. Uh, kids, I love you. I'll, I'll see you later. So not knowing, like I'm going to the hospital to watch my mom pass away. And what I think has been really impactful is um, in 2016, one of my friends that was a business partner passed away in an ATV accident. His name's Will Farah. He owned Flagship Financial. And I remember him seeing him on Thursday and I was wearing a flagship shirt, uh, like a polo, and he was wearing an inner cap polo. And I remember seeing him like, hey, Will, I like your polo. He's like, hey, dude, I, I, you want to switch? He's like, do you want one? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good with flagship. 
And he's like, have fun this weekend, wherever you're going. And um, he died the next day. And I, and I think like him passing away was, has been impactful. Nudia, like you kind of made the comment, like I'm a lot different than I used to be. Him passing away helped reinforce the importance of me of like having more fun in life. Like wow. I enjoy work, but like he, he traveled a ton. He'd been to like a lot of different places in the world. And he barely had maybe a four or five month old son at the time when he passed away, maybe a little less. And, um, you know, with him passing away, that was really impactful because I never had someone that I, like a good friend that I would see frequently, you know, you see one day and it's gone the next day. And I remember going to his funeral and his viewing and his graveyard service and just be thinking, man, I just literally saw him the day before and he's gone. And that was a very impactful death in my life. Um, another one that I think why this is important and, and what's the name of your podcast again? Nudia's Mastermind. Yeah. Like, this, uh, success plus fulfillment. All right. Well, we're talking about success and fulfillment. Yeah. When I went to Europe in 2019, we had a friend go to Europe with us in Italy for about 14 days. Her name's Amanda Shaw. Mm -hmm. And we had an amazing experience and had a great time. And like my freaking two, two sons loved hanging out there. And my, she's, she's in closer age to my stepdaughter than to me. And like, it's kind of like, I'm like her uncle and my wife's like her aunt and my like, uh, uh, stepdaughters, like her sister or cousin. And I got these little brothers. Right. So when, when we were, when I went to a relationship event for Tony Robbins platinum partners, the day, the last day of the event was before my wife's anniversary. And, um, she, Amanda, unfortunately committed suicide and we found out that morning and it was really impactful of like the importance of relationships and life and just thinking, you know, Hey, what, I didn't really think like, what could I have done different? Because I don't think that's a healthy way to think about life. But I think, you know, Tony says success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And I think one thing that you're doing an amazing job, Nudia, is you're giving, having people share that are having a fulfilling life. And it doesn't matter how much money you make and where you go on trips, but just fulfillment is, if you, if you focus on gratitude of what you have versus what you don't have, that can really give you leverage to, to carry on in the day. So. Right. That, like happiness first, of course. Yeah. 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 So talk about happiness first for a minute. There's a framework. I have a, a CEO coach. He talks about um, what's more important money, time or happiness. Or do you want to change the sequence of happiness, time, and money? And that framework for me, yeah, that framework for me is like a $10,000 framework because I'm literally, it's the same words like the dog bit Johnny or Johnny bit the dog. Tony Robbins talks about, you know, the sequence of the words makes a big difference in our meaning. So what's, what's more important for me is happiness, time, and money. So sharing these people's passings um, leads to my mom. And like, I don't know if you, whoever listened to this call, I hope that you guys find some, some strength or some inspiration or some tools, how to, how to help. But, you know, going to the ER, they basically allowed my sister and my dad to go in because they, they would allow two people at the time. And then my dad came out and, um, 
said, my mom, your mom wants to see you. I'm like, what, what's going like, what's up dad? Like literally I say stuff like that. They're like, they want to give her a pacemaker, but she doesn't want one. I'm like, okay, I, I want to go see mom. So I go in there and, and I don't really know what a pacemaker was. And they explained it to me that basically her heart was missing every other beat. So they're like, if she has a pacemaker, we got to fly her to the hospital and we're going to have open our, you know, we're going to have surgery and, and it's going to have a long recovery. And I'm like, mom, you're going to get a pacemaker and you're going to live. And um, she like just looks at me and she's like, okay. So I kind of think about this and as her pain exceeded, as her physical pain exceeded what her emotions and her thoughts were, she decided to discontinue that opportunity to have a pacemaker and she chose to pass away. And watching my mom's physical pain and her life coming out of her as she chose to die, she passed away about 90 minutes later and it's very impactful with what's influenced my life. And if I wasn't doing a podcast, I would be crying, but I'm managing my emotions and my meanings. And what I think is important for everyone that chooses to listen to this is one, embrace what you have because it can be gone at a snap of a second. And pending anything catastrophic, the loss of life, like your house can be rebuilt. You can get a new job. Um, I've seen people losing limbs, getting new artificial limbs. Like, and I'm not saying, I don't know what that's like, but like things can be replaced. The second thing that I think is important is, is Tony Robbins talks about the wheel of life or a pyramid. And the first one, Nudia and I just watched uh, Life Mastery this last weekend. Um, and the first thing is, phys is your physical body. The yeah, second one is, is emotions. The third one is relationships. The fourth one is time. The fifth one is finances. The sixth one is career, work, or mission. And the seventh one is contribution and celebration. But if you think about it, the foundation or the first one is the physical body. Um, as we focus on self-love and we focus on, you know, that energy that we have, it will help us, you know, have, have a more of amazing life, have a lot more fulfillment. And my mom gave me some instruction that some people know um, that she sh shared with me three times. And that was the only, besides saying, I love you, those are the only things she told me to do. And I've worked hard and need to continue to work hard to, to execute with what she shared. And I think I appreciate Nudia sharing this because these people's deaths have impacted my being a better person, a better father, a better husband, a better friend, all in a positive way. Where I think a lot of times people think like, why is this happening to me? And I'm not to take away why you have the these emotions or meetings. Yep, the grief. Yep, but I've chosen to take these losses of life um, to, to be more impactful with relationships with other people. And I think as we are more present in people's lives and as you guys choose to listen to this podcast, I think that you guys will be able to get some strength when you might have a bad minute, a bad, you know, half an hour, hour, half a day or day, week, et cetera. But you're able to pull out of it if you have the right information to get you there. I, um, I feel like I have, you know, 
so many things to, to say about it, but I want to leave it as beautifully as you explained it and shared it. And I want to thank you for just being vulnerable in such a beautiful way of, you know, being able to express those experiences of death and how you've been able to process all of that, because it's not an easy thing. You know, grief is there, the sadness is there, the loss is there. I had the opportunity to know Amanda, not as well as you, um, and then your mom, you know, such beautiful, beautiful soul and spirit and both of them. And so um, it's, it's so beautiful too to see you take that and just live life to the fullest. And, um, and I've just continued to see your growth and you're an extraordinary person, extraordinary man and friend. And I know we're coming, you know, towards the end of our podcast episode together, but I, I do also want to spend a couple of seconds just to talk about, um, the success part that you have, because we've been work, we've been talking about all the fulfillment and the happiness and the joy and how you've been able to transform yourself, but also, um, you know, that there, you are a very successful person, and I'm sure you feel blessed and you've worked really hard to get to where you're at today. And so, I'd like for you to share with us a little bit. Let's talk about your real estate portfolio. Let's talk about your. Um, the way that you help others also build wealth through investments and how they can also get a hold of you, um, you know, through that, through that um, opportunity you give people to be able to learn from you. That's awesome. Thank you. So I'll, I'll share a couple items that I think would be impactful for anyone that listens to this and likes my style, if that fits you. Um, earlier in my career, I had a goal of owning 100 rental units. Right. So during the mastermind, I remember there was some developers that were in the mastermind for a little bit, then they discontinued. But they said, Matt, why don't you just, why don't, why don't you, it could have been everyone, like, why don't you double that goal? And I'm pretty goal oriented. When I hit a goal, like, I'm kind of like, eh, I hit it. Like, literally, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I already hit that goal. And then it's like, okay, well, what's another goal, right? Or what's another outcome that you want to do? So I remember I increased the door count from 100 doors to 200 doors. Woo! So my, my, goal, <laughs> my, goal, my goal was to own 200 units by the time I was 40. And my license plate actually says 200 B 40. Like it's right there in front of my face. Some people are like, dude, are you trying to weigh 200 pounds before 40? I'm like, no, that's a good one too. Thank you, assholes. But no, it's, it's more of like... <laughs> 200 doors by 40. Uh, so health is important. So I didn't end up hitting my goal. What changed though is in 2016, I went to a Peter Fortunato seminar and it was all about how to do different types of real estate deals. And he talks about a real estate starter has been investing less than 10 years. They're all over the place. They want to do fix and flips, assignments, syndications, apartments, land development, being a realtor and escrow officer, et cetera. <laughs> then, after, then after 10, because they're all over the place, which is okay. They're, they're just not sure what the they learning want. process. Yeah. Yeah. It's a learning process for sure. And then, then the second phase is considered a builder. It's years 11 through 30 as a real estate investor. So like I'm going on year 15 as a builder, you have two main revenue streams that you want cash flow. One is in rentals, residential or commercial, whatever one works for you. 
the second one is in notes, hard money lending or being a note receiving cash every single month. And then after 30 years, you're considered an ender. I call them silverbacks, okay, Ooh. for gray hair. You have two concerns, preserving capital. They don't want to lose principal because that is, they don't want to go back and go into the grind. And number two is tax efficiencies. They want to pay the least amount of tax as possible. So after I learned this, I literally changed my focus on how I bought the properties and was more strategic on what I wanted to buy in a more tax favorable way. And like my other goal was to have 200 million in, or 200 million in assets by the age of 65, earning a 10% rate of return. And most of you guys are like, 200 million, what the hell do you need 200 million for? Well, I can, I can do a lot of good things with it. But I've actually like in the last year, like someone's like, why don't you want to have a billion based on what you're doing? I'm like, I'm not going to take the money with me. Right. Like I had a million dollars and I couldn't save my mom one extra day. That's pretty, it's pretty helpless. And I've, and I've shared that a lot at real estate seminars. I'm like, I could wire the money the next day and it's not going to bring my mom an extra day. Wow. So yeah, it makes you really think about what's important. With that, though, I want to help 1,000 millionaires. So if you grab a calculator, 1,000 millionaires. Let's do the math real quick. Nudie is grabbing her calculator. <laughs> okay. How much is that? That is, that's what my, that's what my calculator says. 1E9. <laughs> 1E9. That's 1 billion. Okay. So that's 1 billion. So I would rather help a thousand families have a net worth of more than a million because amazing. then you're impacting generational wealth yes. and you're establishing amazing habits. Or I could help a um, hundred families have 10 million in wealth. What's important for me and for you guys, it's not how much money you make, it's what you're intentional to do with it. A guy named Jimmy Napier that passed away a couple of years ago, he wrote an amazing book called Invest in Debt. It's not on Audible. He already passed away. It's a very, it's a short read. I can read it. But in that, he talks about when you've made it in life, you do three things. One, you give 10% to charity every single year. Two, you blow it. Just blow it however you want to. And three, you focus on self-development. So You're always, and I would say canny. Tony Robbins says con, canny's constant and never ending improvement. So knowing I'm 42, I could choose to not work any longer and just live off my investments and hang out with my kids more, which I'm doing because I'm going to coach my 10 year old's 10 U baseball team. But I think that if you guys put the effort in, study in the mornings, work out, um, be the be an all-star at every job that you do and always be the one they want to promote within or find a new opportunity that's the type of life with really hard work that you guys can create and i think that's what we can help you now in the future my consulting's company is called mja real consulting um and, and the reason i like real is i'm a real guy and it goes with real estate <laughs> Goes with real estate. Yeah, it goes with real estate. How can estate. they get a hold of you? Is there, um, what's the website? Yeah, www.mja, like Matthew J. Atkinson, mja real, like R E A L, is consulting.com. Awesome. And we'll add it to our notes as well. So people awesome. are, 
can easily reach out to you. Um, Matt, I, we're, we're out of time, sadly, because um, I feel like our conversation could go in so many different ways, but I want to thank you for your time, your wisdom. Uh, he's now taking off his sweatshirt, everyone. It's happening. <laughs> taking off my shirt, we gotta watch the video. Now we're knowing we're out of time. I wanna show this real quick, may I? Yes, go for it. So if you guys will see, what do you see? It's, it's Matt on his shirt for, the, for everyone on that podcast. Nice, good looking guy. What color is it? <laughs> it's pink. Pink. So pink, uh, we have a team theme every single month for my investment and mortgage team. Last month, the theme was family. No, teamwork. Sorry, last month was teamwork. This month in February, it is love. My, oh. mom, my mom was born on Valentine's Day. So it's very impactful. My mom's born on Valentine's Day. She passes away on my birthday. I think she's trying to send a message. With that, I want to show you the back of the shirt. And I think I'll get you one nudie because I think you'll like it. But I'll let you read the back, okay? I'm ready. The back says, what are you grateful for today? Oh, that's beautiful, Matt. Yeah, so normally my shirts say, what's your top three takeaways? But <laughs> to, to honor my mom for the first year Aww. she'll have passed away and her birthday's on Valentine's Day. We just got these shirts yesterday, the first day of the month. We're giving them all of our team members to a select friends and family. But I think, you know, my mom's impacted me. Nudia's has impacted, a lot of different people have impacted me. And hopefully this information can help you, impact you to have an amazing 2020. 2021. I know I said 2021. <laughs> Let's not go back. No, thank you so much, uh, Matt, for your vulnerability and everything that you've shared today. I know that I've gotten a lot from this as my listeners will as well. And, um, it, you know, everyone go out there and live big, love big, and put your, pri your, your priorities of things that actually matter in life into play. So thanks everybody. I hope you've enjoyed today and I hope you have a beautiful day and what are you grateful for? Yes, that's good. Thanks Nudia. Thanks, we'll see Matt. you at the Super Bowl on Sunday. Hey, I'll see you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share this space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.